and welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people and visit the places behind the stories in American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. Believe it or not, covered bridges are as American as apple pie. According to Robert Huttinger, our guest on this podcast, what we might consider quaint rural river crossings are found primarily in the United States. Robert is not only knowledgeable about these architectural wonders, but he also wants to make sure that the rest of us can find them. That is why he developed a covered bridge app or program for the iPhone or the iPad, a portable tablet in the hands of millions of users. We reviewed that application in detail in the fall issue of our 2012 magazine. Robert will share his enthusiasm for covered bridges and tell you how you can use his application to find one near you or even plan a vacation route to see a whole bunch of these beauties. In Louisiana, a main street can be off the beaten path. It's a place where you'll find fewer people and more personalities, and you only have to meet one character to become a part of the story. Our state is more than Mardi Gras. It's a collection of downtown communities built by passionate people with something to share. This November, discover the art, music, and food of Louisiana's main street communities. It's your chance to meet the people that make our state's downtown areas great. Remember November and learn more at louisianamaintomain.org. In the fall issue of American Road Magazine, uh, towards the back, we have a bunch of reviews. And in there, you'll find one for a Covered Bridges app. Uh, app, you may ask, what in the world is an app? Well, I've got somebody who can tell you both what an app is and also about that particular app. And that's Robert Huttinger, who is with us. He is the developer of the Covered Bridges app. And, uh, Robert, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. That's good to be speaking with you. Thank you so much for being with us. Robert, first of all, let's let folks know what an app is. Well, anybody who's got a smartphone should know what an app is. If you've got an iPhone or a Droid phone, it's a, it's a basically an application that runs on your on your mobile device that allows you to do different things. You know, anything from how to bake a cake to um, how to <laughs> how to save money or or build toy train sets or whatever the case may be. You're certainly the proof of that. Let's talk about why you decided to develop an application specifically to help people find covered bridges. Well, my specialty is kind of these niche markets, right? Where I've, I've built several apps that, and and they're for very small markets, vertical markets where. You know, anybody can make an app, and, you know, a lot of the vendors have already made these great map applications that you can use. The problem is, is with, especially with covered bridges, and I love covered bridges, the problem is, is that you can actually find some covered bridges on any map application that you use, but you can't find all of them. What I strove to do was to create an application that will give you all of the bridges. And no matter where you are in North America, you can bring it up and Look, look at what's around you and go visit it and find out if it's open or, or whatever. There's a wealth of information there that you can't get from any regular app. So, like I said, it's a vertical application, and it's made just for covered bridge lovers. Now, Robert, when you said all the covered bridges in North America, you really meant all of North America. You stretch from where? Tell me from where to where. I mean, it, it goes it, it's Canada, and I think there might be a couple in Mexico. I can't remember. Um, but it's, it's North America. It's North America, northern North America. So it's Canada uh, and the uh, and, uh, uh, United States. Um, but we are planning on expanding it at some point. And, and believe it or not, there are even covered bridges in, uh, in Japan, 
uh, and, and other other parts of the world as well. Oh, sure. Even though co- covered bridges are, are commonly known as a, as a North American phenomenon. Oh, really? I would imagine. I'm going to guess. I was be thinking that it was a European phenomenon that was brought over to the United States by the immigrants. It's unique to North America. That is interesting to know. Yeah, it's kind of unique, but it's but it's definitely prevalent. Let's talk about what people would find if, for instance, they were going through Park County. Indiana, and they wanted to look for a particular bridge, how would they go about that, and what is the information that they would find, Robert? Well, when you first open up the app, you're presented with a list view of all the all the bridges, and then you can, you can narrow it by state. Um, there's a lot of search functions that allow you to really narrow down your search, because it, it is a lot of information to get through. There are a lot of search options, but you can scroll right down to, you know, Louisiana, and then you can start looking at the bridges, but you can also search by their, uh, their WGN number, um, or just by the name of the bridge, which can be tricky because some have local names. You no, know, when you, uh, wait, wait, Robert, when you said a WGN number, what is that? It's a, it's a designation number, and it's not an official number, but there are groups who kind of use it as the default um, location code, if you will, or the, uh, the unique ID for the bridge. Um, so it's, it's a numerical and, or it's an alphanumerical code that designates that particular bridge. And, and it usually breaks down by the county and then the number of the bridge. Um, but, you know, codes vary from, from state to state, but they're, they're pretty homogenous. Pardon me, Robert. This would be for people who are really familiar with covered bridges. They would exactly. have this kind of information. So this really is uh, for the aficionado of covered bridges. Well, I tried to bridge bridge the gap. Um, so if pun. you're an aficionado and, and you <laughs> if you're an aficionado and you know exactly what you're looking for, you can look it up by its really specific, you know, what kind of truss it is, if it's a queen or a king truss or something like that. But if right. if you are just a layman and you just are in a spot, you're in, you know, Cook County, you can you can do a search on Cook County and find all the bridges that are that are in Cook County. Similarly, if you can go directly to the map view and bring it up, and it'll give you the location of where you are, and it'll show you all the bridges that are around you. Oh. And then you could, so you can actually then go um, push the button. There's a button to get directions, and that will take you over to Google Maps, and it'll give you uh, turn-by-turn directions how to get there. Wow, that is fascinating. So, uh, in other words, if I hit this map view here, which is well, like the third one along the bottom, I pick a zone which happens to be uh, North America, looks like uh, west of the Appalachians. Anyway, that when that comes up, uh, then I get a map with all sorts of pins in it. I can zoom out on that. And then when I find myself, there we are, and there's Indianapolis where I was. And then, holy mackerel, look at all the pins that are west of Indianapolis uh, <laughs> near Terre Haute. It's incredible. And that would be the Park County area that we were. Uh, matter of fact, one of the capital places for it is Rockville. That happens to be the uh, the place where most of them are held. But I see the Leatherwood Station covered bridge and then Billy Creek. And I'm, all I'm doing, folks, is tapping on these pins. So you, you don't have to be a super expert to use the application uh, if you happen to be traveling. So this would be a great way of finding covered bridges for just a casual Absolutely. traveler. And there's, and there's also, a, there's also a, a way for you to store bridges in, in uh, a trip planner. It's called oh, the trip planner. Wow. So, so you can store different, you know, if you want to have a spring trip, you can label it spring trip and then you can start adding bridges to that category and then you know when spring comes around you punch up that list and then you could have it route all those bridges in one trip so you could actually take a long trip and visit four or five bridges let's talk about the application itself and where people can what devices can people use this on right now well it's 
it's purely an iPhone app at this point. I just haven't had the development time to sit down and put it on a Droid device. Um, it's it's not that I don't love our Droid friends. I just haven't had the time to create it. <laughs> Basically, right now, it is on your iPhone. If you happen to be an iPhone user, you can find it there. Tell, tell me how you gathered the information for this, because there is such a wealth of information inside this application. By the way, we're talking with Robert Huttinger, who is the developer of the Covered Bridges app that we reviewed in our uh, American Road Magazine fall of 2012 issue. There is a lot of information that has been gleaned by the government, and, and certainly um, there have been uh, uh, you know independent efforts. We took a, a lot of great care in making sure that all of the, all the information that we are using is all public in, you know information, and uh, it's all these bridges are pretty well documented, and you know in some cases. Some of the bridges were a little bit big, and, and, and there have been some bridges that have been lost to the, uh, the sands of time. And we list those bridges as well. Um, if, if You will find bridges in, in the list view. It'll tell you whether it is still standing or not or whether it's accessible by vehicle or only by foot. Or you know, There's, there's a lot of information on how um, you can access it, and then you know, once you visited it, you can mark it as visited. You could search against that. But yeah, we, uh, it took a long time. It took months and months of research wow. to get all this information. Uh, it, yeah, it took a long time and a lot of verification. So, Robert, what kind of feedback have you had on the on the application now that it's been out for a while? We've had some really good feedback. Uh, we've had some concerns about the search functions. Uh, that you know, some people were concerned that the search was a little bit hard to use. But I wanted to add as much search function as possible, especially sure. for the people who really, really love bridges and really, you know, if, if they're the kind of person who's a, a King Trust snob, then they can only ever go to King Trust bridges. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so uh, the search function can be a little daunting for, for the layman, but it's once you get the hang of it, you know, it's 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 a pretty intuitive search function, I think, um, you know, but I'm a developer and I'm kind of nerdy about these things. Robert, it's wonderful talking with you, and as we say, we give a, I give a great review to the application. I did say that, that it was not for the the usual Angry Birds player. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are no Angry Birds flying around. No, sure. no, and it's a bit beyond that level of use, but it is a great device, especially for those of you who happen to be Cover Bridge fanatics. You will absolutely love the depth and the wealth of information that Robert has. And I don't want to. I don't want to turn off our Sunday drivers. It's, no, it's no. for the casual user too. Exactly. No, actually, matter of fact, I already found that map function to be a wonderful one. If you go simply to the the bottom of the application to the map view, uh, that for me as a novice is a great way of finding all of those different covered bridges, for instance, in uh, western, southwestern Indiana that uh, we were so close to and didn't get to visit. But it would be a great way of kind of navigating to some of those little little jewels that are hidden away on the countryside. Again, Robert, thank you so much for this application. We look forward to the update. Thank you. Drive safe. You know, American Road Magazine just celebrated an important milestone. Ten years of beautiful pictures, engaging stories, and color tours along America's heritage byways. During that decade, our magazine has not only grown in subscribers, but in the ways that people like you can enjoy the magazine's contents in new ways. So if you like these podcasts, then you're just the person who should subscribe to the digital edition of our magazine. Just visit AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on the Preview Our Magazine icon. You'll get a sample of the most recent digital edition and the opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, check out all of the other features like our blogs, trip itineraries, special deals, sweepstakes, and so much more. <laughs> you can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Till we meet again on the American Road for another trip talk, 
I'm your host, Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey. 